Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Friday, February the 6th coming up. We've got a guide to everything going on in Kent that you need to know about this weekend. Plus, we look ahead to Gillingham's game in League Two. But first, maternity services at a Kent hospital have been rated inadequate after inspectors found cases of emergency C-sections being delayed and women suffering major blood loss. They've issued a damning report into the unit at Tunbridge Wells Hospital at Pembury. Some patients didn't receive treatment quickly enough, partly due to a high number of staff vacancies. The Maidstone Birthing Centre, meantime, has been told it requires improvement. Well, Carolyn Jenkinson is from the Care Quality Commission and has been speaking to Lucy. Well, we know that blood loss is something that does happen after having a baby. Um, and we also know that, re- you know, realistically, some women have to wait to have their induction of labour. What's really, really important is that Um, A service manages that risk to women so that they ensure that their care is given in line with um, national guidance, that it's delivered in a timely way um, and that their risk is assessed and prioritised. And that's what we've asked them to focus on in more detail. For a lot of women who are maybe pregnant and, and in that area and going into hospital to have a baby, this report would be a real worry. Um, Do you think they should be concerned about the findings? Um, I think I'd like to reassure women that the staff were providing good care at at the hospital. Um, What what I would say to women is if they're worried about anything around their care, that they need to speak to the people that are looking after them. So um, don't feel that you can't talk to your midwife or the doctor that's looking after you um, and tell them what you're worried about and, and ask them to talk to you about it because they will do that. And the report highlighted concerns about staffing levels, which I know you've already mentioned. Um, How much of an issue is that? Is it a particular issue to Maidstone and Tunbridge Wells or is it a wider issue? So we know that there are staffing challenges for maternity services across the country um, and this hospital is no different um, experience in those challenges. Um, They needed to do more to work on their recruitment and and most importantly, the retention of their staff um, and utilise the staff that they have got in the most effective way, making sure people are in the right place at the right time, um, for example. And what impact is this having on staff? Um, It mentions an increase in in stress levels um, and absences because of that. I mean, it's, it's almost like a bit of a cycle, isn't it? Um, It is. And it's really important that um, the organisation takes steps to make sure that the staff feel um, valued and that they do everything they can to look after the staff in terms of their well-being. Like I said, we really need them to keep hold of those staff so that we don't keep seeing high turnover rates. And what's next? What sort of steps are in place and what reassurance is is there that services will improve? So we issued um, the trust with a warning notice um, some time ago, and they have been working on that. Um, They've been putting improvements um, in place, and we will go back and do another inspection to make sure that those improvements have been maintained. And it's really important that improvements are embedded so that that change lasts. And it's not just um, we don't just see it for a few weeks. We keep going with that change and improvement. We did ask the Maidstone and Tunbridge Wells NHS Trust if they wanted to put anybody up for interview 
interview. They declined, but they have sent us these statements. Firstly, this is from Miles Scott, who's the chief executive. He says, Maidstone and Tunbridge Wells has a reputation for continually developing and improving care. I want to reassure people using our maternity services that we are addressing all of the issues raised by the CQC and have already implemented the majority of their recommendations. This work has the highest priority in our organisation and I'm proud of the hard-working maternity teams who are dedicated to providing the best possible care at what is such an important time in people's lives. Meantime, Jo Hayworth, who's a trust chief nurse, said, I understand this report may raise questions for people using our maternity services. Please contact the trust or your midwife so we can answer any questions you may have. I'm working with our maternity teams to use this report along with feedback from the recent maternity survey and the local maternity and neonatal voices partnership to support the ongoing improvements of the service. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today and a woman in her 80s has died following a crash in Broadstairs. She was a passenger in a Fiesta that collided with a Yaris on Margate Road not far from Westwood Cross yesterday afternoon. A man in his 90s who was driving the Toyota was treated for minor injuries. A group of students at the University of Kent have criticised the way they've been treated during an investigation into sexual misconduct by a professor. Seven women made accusations of inappropriate behaviour and were offered £300 payments when some of their complaints about the process were upheld. Uni bosses have apologised for their distress and say the case is ongoing. A sex offender who moved to Kent after having abusive relationships with a teenage girl in Somerset has been jailed. Aidan Reader was found to have shared indecent images of children while living in our county. An investigation also revealed he was messaging young girls on social media. The 22-year-old from Taunton's been locked up for nine years. If you follow Kent Online on socials today, you can see a picture of someone police are hunting after a man approached girls near Gravesend Railway Station. They've received several separate reports of suspicious behaviour and are urging anyone who recognises the person in the image to get in contact. And a hospital worker from Chatham who illegally lent money to colleagues has been told to pay back more than £6,000. Malai Gambrill, who worked as a caretaker at Medway Maritime, avoided going to prison after admitting the crime at court last May. The 56-year-old from Ingle Road charged interest rates of around 60% and was ordered to do 150 hours of unpaid work. Kent Online reports. Next today, and the owners of a pie and mash shop in Margate have hit back after receiving a critical review on Facebook. Well, Lucy joins me now with more on this story, which is actually one of our most read on the website today. So, Lucy, what did the review say? Well, the anonymous reviewer on Facebook criticised the quality of his meal and the service, saying it took 20 minutes for his order to be taken. He also rated the food as poor and accused the owners of buying in most of the produce and only cooking the potatoes. And what have the owners had to say? Well, Lucy Chapel and Danny Shee, who run Lucy's on Canterbury Road, were understandably horrified as the review was shared with almost 60,000 members of a local residence group. They've hit back and said if the diner had any issues, he should have raised them in person. They also insist he said the food was nice and chose to wait at a time when they were really busy. Others have jumped to their defence, saying it's extremely damaging to publicly slate a new independent business on social media. And have we heard from the man who wrote the comment? Well, he was contacted by Kent Online for a comment but hasn't responded. And after receiving an awful lot of support following the post, the couple say he might have done them a favour as they've had more people
people calling to book a table. Lucy, thank you ever so much. You can share your thoughts on that story by heading to the website today or commenting via our very own socials. The man in charge of the county council in Kent has been to see what measures have been put in place ahead of facial and fingerprint checks coming into force at the border. KCC leader Roger Goff has visited Eurotunnel at Folkestone to see how they'll deal with the EU entry and exit system. There have previously been concerns it could lead to long delays at the port of Dover. It's been revealed a former office block near Folkestone could be turned into flats and houses. Architects have drawn up plans to convert the four-storey Cheriton Park Saga building. If approved, it'll contain 31 flats with homes and more apartments built on the car park. Meantime, the former home of notorious gangster Kenneth Noy in West Kingsdown has been sold for £2.5 million. The mansion was used to hide gold bullion stolen in the famous Brinksmat robbery in the 80s. And a 450-year-old Gravesend pub could soon be transformed into a takeaway. Plans for the change-up have been submitted after the building, which was once home to Room 44, was sold last summer. Kent Online reports. A former Maidstone schoolgirl is in the running for a BAFTA this weekend. You might recognise Mia McKenna-Bruce from Tracy Beaker Returns or The Dumping Ground on TV. The 26-year-old is nominated in the Rising Star category for a film role and she's been chatting to our reporter, Davina Jethwa. Well, I got told like way back in November and, you know, it was like NDA is not allowed to say anything to anyone. And I was on like a rush hour train back from London to Kent and I got the call and I was like, guys, I'm like super excited, but I just have to pretend that this is really, really chill because I'm on a very packed train and I have to keep it secret. And then I had to sit for like, 40 minutes on this train, not being able to bring, I just wanted to bring my mom and be like, mom, I've been nominated for a BAFTA. Um, but I couldn't, so I had to sit with it for 40 minutes, trying not to cry. <laughs> oh, I mean, I bet like your family have just been like over the moon. I actually saw that you've been nominated because your dad had been posting on all the Facebook groups. I mean, how has your, like all the people around you reacted to this? This is like the most beautiful thing I think I've ever experienced because it's kind of people from my childhood and everything particularly with Facebook because dad is like he is on it with Facebook um just like commenting saying they voted or messaging or sharing it and like for me that's the win more than anything like just seeing all these people that have been a part of my life kind of be a part of it like it feels like they're right there with me so it's so it's amazing and it's so 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 special and I think that's what's really exciting about this category in particular it's the only one that's a public vote so it kind of feels like rallying everyone together which comes with its own like beautiful thing in itself yeah of course I mean what would it mean to you to win that feels like a whole world away to actually sit there with a battle like I think I can't even comprehend it to be honest because it is the dream, right? Like for as long as I can remember and just getting to go to the BAFTAs and be in this room with people that I've looked up to and have kind of made me want to do this. that That's a dream in itself to, to begin to envision kind of having to stand up in front of them and accept an award. I think I can't, my brain can't even do that right now. The ceremony takes place on Sunday. And now with a roundup of everything else going on in Kent this weekend, here's Sam Laurie. I hope you've been having a great week and that the kids aren't driving you up the wall too much during the school holidays. It's lovely to spend time with the family, of course, but if you are looking for a break from the little ones over the weekend and you want to do something that's for grown-ups only, we've got you covered.
There are some top tribute nights coming to Kent this Saturday, so get your dancing shoes on and head to your local venue to hear some very familiar tunes. The Magic of the Beatles is a tribute to the Fab Four, and it's at Lee's Cliff Hall in Folkestone this Saturday, while much-loved Elvis impersonator Ben Portsmouth is bringing his tribute to the King to the Orchard West Theatre in Dartford. And let's not forget the Sindon Theatre in Tenterton will be filled with stadium rock anthems as Pure Queen return for the third year running. If you're in the mood for a laugh, comedian and I'm a Celebrity star Sean Walsh will be at the Golbenkian in Canterbury on Saturday with the latest leg of his tour, Back From The Bed. Also, Britain's Got Talent winner Richard Jones is bringing his spellbinding show, Soldier of Illusion, to the Hazlitt Theatre in Maidstone on Sunday. The show was a sellout on the West End and is now coming to Kent as part of the Magician's Nationwide Tour. And perhaps you're looking for something with a bit of culture, in which case you won't want to miss this year's Faversham Literary Festival. The Book Festival, which kicks off today and runs until next Sunday, has a star-studded programme of guest speakers who will be talking about their latest published works and their glittering careers. Olympic gold medalist Kelly Holmes, political comedian Matt Chorley, Doctor Who writer Stephen Moffat, former Sex Pistols musician Glenn Matlock, and Heartstopper author Alice Oseman will be coming to the town over the next 10 days. And finally, if you're looking for some free entertainment over the weekend, the Chatham Chinese Festival will be taking over the town's High Street and Pentagon Shopping Centre on Saturday. The festival is a celebration of the Lunar New Year and includes a street parade, dancing, Asian food stalls, martial arts workshops, kids crafts and a market. So that's it for this weekend and I hope whether you're spending time with the family or taking some time for yourself to do the things that you enjoy, you have a great couple of days. Kent Online Sports. Football and tickets to see Maidstone United in the fifth round of the FA Cup have sold out in just a few hours. They travel to take on championship side Coventry City on Monday, February the 26th. The club even had to open their ticket office early this morning after thousands of people started queuing. Paul is a supporter. He started waiting at half five this morning and chatted to reporter Ellie Hodgson. I just want to see, I've always been at football. Uh, I just want to get tickets for my son and me and my wife so we can come and see the, how we've made sure we've been progressing in this FA Cup. And it's amazing, the community, the chat we've having in the queue here, it's all been great. It must be very friendly. Have you been a lifelong supporter of Maidstone or is it the event of it that's really brought you here? I've really and truly only started following Maidstone the last year or two because my son started getting into football, so that's what started me. But I've been to every FA Cup game so. And did you watch the last match? They're up in Ipswich, yes. And how would you describe that? Static. The electrical um, atmosphere, everyone was so friendly but so charged up and, yeah, really weren't enjoying themselves. And what has it been like watching some local lads go so far in the competition? Really impressive, really good. It's nice and makes you proud to think that people that are a lot lower down the leagues can do some good. Manager George Elakobi says it was great to see so many fans turn out. This is just the magic of the FA Cup um, as a community. Meston as a whole, you can see what the magnitude of what that win against um, a great side in the Swiss town. It's brought our community even closer together. And everyone wants to be a part of the game against um, a good side in Coventry. Driving down um, into the Gallica Stadium just to see the fans applauding and just in good spirits. We've taken time out, um, Craig Fagan and myself, we've taken time out to go out and, and meet the, the fans and just thank them, shake their hands and encourage them to be patient and they'll get their tickets. And again, it's the magnitude of what our players, our players have done in terms of how we've gone about um, the journey in the, in the FA Cup. 
Meantime, the Maidstone team have been to the Town Hall for a civic reception with the Mayor to celebrate their FA Cup success. Staying with football and Gillingham travel to Newport County in League Two this weekend. They'll be hoping to continue their unbeaten run this month after draws against Walsall and Swindon and a victory over Notts County. The Jills are currently ninth in the table. Midfielder Max Clark says Newport will be tough opponents, though. They're always an hard team to play every year. You know, like they're a solid team. Um, and they've, they had a, they've hit a good bit of form. Obviously, they got beat on Tuesday night. But uh, as a team collective, I think they're a, they're a solid team. Um, but like I said, it's all focused on us. It's all about us. You know, this time of year and um, whatever they do, it's up to them. Um, all we're going to think about is us going there and putting our stance on them and going there for the three points because that's what we want and that's what we'll be going for. And whether they're a bit far more or not, it's it's all about us at the end of the day and. Um, that's the main thing right now. I just think we've got the belief to know that we've got the players out there and in the squad to go on and you know score goals, you know, and come back from games. And you see that the belief in the team from going one 0 down um, on Friday night, and then obviously Tuesday, um, we still back ourselves to go on and score goals and win football games. Um, and I think you've seen that in the last two games that we're really together, like togetherness in the team. And, um, and I think look if one makes mistake we all back each other to go again and um, back each other on the pitch and like I said I think we're getting that confidence in going on and scoring goals um, and that's hopefully we can just carry on Tomorrow's opposition are five places below Gillingham in the table. We've also been catching up with assistant coach Robbie Stockdale. I think League Two is ridiculously difficult this year. It's the hardest I can ever remember it being with the teams that came down from League One, the teams that got promoted from the National League. Um, you see some of the results on, on Tuesday night. Um, you know, Forest Green winning away at Barrow. Anyone can beat anybody. You have to be right at it every single match, otherwise you come unstuck. And at the moment... Um, we feel that we're in a good place. You know, we've I think we only been beaten once in since from around Christmas time. Um, yeah, we've probably left a couple of points out there as well. Um, but then again, the game that we thought we played really well in at MK Dons, we get beat. So that's just how football is sometimes. We're keen to carry on our good momentum. And um, like I say, Newport will be another really difficult match. You know, as long as we're you know, somewhere in the mix, whether we're in the playoffs, whether we're even better, whether we're just outside with maybe four or five games to go, and it starts to become really interesting because every game has something on it, doesn't it? Your teams at the bottom, teams try to get the playoffs, teams try to get automatic promotion, and nerves can do funny things to teams. So um, our aim is just next game. I know it's really boring. Next game, concentrate on that. Um, and then obviously we've got two home games the following week that will take care of themselves when they come. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. We'll also have details on the result in bulletins over on our sister radio station KMFM on Sunday morning, plus further reaction in Monday's podcast. And finally, Arsenal have sold out the Emirates for a Women's Super League game for the very first time. More than 60,000 people will be there for the clash with Manchester United this weekend. It'll see Maidstone's Alessia Russo line up for the Gunners against her former team. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. Plus, you can get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. Whilst you're on the site today, don't forget to check out the latest review from our secret drinker and you can hear the latest episode from the Kent Politics podcast. We'll be back on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.